Greetings, trainers. Thank you for listening to I Want to Watch the Very Best because Gotta Watch Them All was taken. So I just got to say thank you so much for the warm reception for the pilot, those of you that listened to it. It did way better than I thought it would, and that makes me very happy. So I'm going to try to keep doing this. My schedule is very weird. I do not know if weekly is going to work out, but I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, I might switch it to bi-weekly, but that would take an eternity to get through Pokemon, so it's just going to have to be played by ear, I guess. I really should also consider recording these in advance. I think that might help out, but uh, it takes a while just to do one of these, so we'll see. Another news, I finally got Pokemon Arceus because my copy came in late, and I still haven't played it yet. It's still sitting up in my room, basically unopened, and uh, I, I really hope to try it maybe later tonight. That would be fun. Because I've already been spoiled on most of it, and that really hurts my feelings. Regardless, we still have a long ways to go before we reach the Pokemon Arceus episode, though. Which is in the thousand hundreds, I think? (laughs) So, in the meantime, let's move on to the episodes we are talking about today. Alright, episode 2, Pokemon Emergency. It starts out with Officer Jenny, the reoccurring officer character that is technically a different character every time we see her, but is basically the same character, happily telling everyone to be on the lookout for dangerous armed Pokemon thieves. She is just actually a little bit too happy to be reporting this news. She then sees Ash running and assumes that the beat-up-looking 10-year-old stole the equally beat-up-looking Pikachu, so she stops him. When Ash says that he's from Palatown, she's like, Oh, you're the fourth person I've seen from Palatown! And Ash is kind of bummed out when he hears this because he learns that Gary beat him to the town, despite Gary having a car. Jenny also then says that's pretty weird Pikachu's out of their ball, which is a comment that becomes more and more rare to hear as the series goes on, which is probably for the best because I don't want to hear them have to say that every single episode. Officer Jenny then does what police do best and tries to badger a confession of guilt out of Ash, before she finally unlawfully takes his Pokedex, sees that the kid and his near-death Pokemon are legit, and finally decides to actually help them out and drive them to a Pokemon Center. They then also spew exhaust into Misty's face, because um, finally we moved on from hating Ash to hating his friends too. We also get introduced to Team Rocket, who is the very classic characters Jesse, James, and their talking Meowth. This is actually the only episode they're menacing until Generation 5. Like, they they actually sound threatening, they actually act threatening, and they never do that again for years. We'll show these bumpkins. The people of Viridian City will be sorry they ever saw this face. We're all sorry to see your face. Stay focused. We're here to capture rare and unusual Pokemon. Don't forget... Absolutely. But of course. You may also notice if you watch this episode that their voices sound very different because they didn't really know how to handle these characters yet. So Rachel Lillis is doing a much more serious Jesse voice. And James is just voiced by someone entirely different. He's voiced by Ted Lewis until episode 8. And then uh, Eric Stewart, the voice of Brock later, takes over for the remainder of the initial dubbing. Also in the Japanese version, Meowth goes nyan a lot, which is you know, just what cats in Japanese anime do. So in English, they tried to replicate that by having him go meowth every so often, but it just gets really grating and awkward, so thank goodness they dropped that pretty quickly. Meowth! We then cut to Officer Jenny running her motorcycle right through the entrance of the Pokemon Center, with Nurse Joy being pretty miffed off at that. Thank God no one was in the lobby, or they would have gotten very injured. 
Although it's she's an officer, she would have just said like, "Ah, oh, they had a gun," ah, and she would have been fine. This is also the first time Nurse Joy appears in the series. Uh, she is also a recurring sort of Jenny character, where they are the same character but claim they're different because they didn't want to create a bunch of different nurses, and also they want to be kind of in line with the games. Nurse Joy tells Ash off, doesn't give him a chance to explain himself because everyone hates Ash, and then Officer Jenny's like, oops, I left my motorcycle at the front desk, haha, <laughs> and then leaves. While waiting for Pikachu to recover, Ash sits in the waiting room, and there's this little, like, Pidgey cuckoo clock that has a green Pidgey inside of it, which is really interesting because shinies weren't a thing yet, and it also kind of looks like a Galarian Farfetch'd. So, you know, it's just a funny little quirk that they do early in the series. They do a lot of stuff like this. It's actually really fun to see. Having nothing better to do, Ash calls up his mom on the early version of Skype, and we get the most iconic ringtone in any anime, I think. Like, I've actually seen people set their ringtone to that, and it's really fun to hear in public. Ash's mom also then mentions Ash's dad, which I believe was actually deemed to be non-canon later in the series, even though they also mentioned it in Japanese, too. They just completely retconned Ash's dad existing. So after that relatively pointless phone call, Ash's mom is like, I love you, honey, and Ash is like, me too. Good night, son. I love you. Me too, mom. Bye. So he just has this giant ego, I guess. Continuing to do nothing but wait around, Ash then also sees a stone mural of Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres, and Arcanine, since Lugia didn't exist yet and they didn't really have any other legendary Pokemon to use. Ash also then mistakenly thinks that Articuno was the bird he saw in the previous episode, despite them looking nothing alike. Like, regardless if Ho-Oh existed or not in the canon yet, Articuno did exist and looks nothing like the bird they showed at the first episode. So then the phone at the Pokemon Center starts ringing and Ash picks up and answers it and Professor Oak's on the other end, which is very good because imagine if that was like an actual medical emergency phone call and the 10-year-old picked up. That would be a pretty bad situation, wouldn't it? But thankfully Oak was actually trying to reach Ash and the stone panel with the Arcanine on it like slides up into the stone and there's a monitor behind it, which is kind of unnecessary, I feel, considering the computer's like right there anyway. And then finally we get this very, very unique exchange between Ash and Oak that makes its rounds on the internet sometimes. I just spoke with your mother, and she tells me you've made it to the Pokemon Center in Viridian City. Is that correct? I couldn't be talking to you if I wasn't here. You couldn't be talking if you... Oh, I see. I dialed the Pokemon Center in Viridian City, and you were able to answer. Yeah, because that's where I am. Mm Hmm. I suppose that proves it. Oak is pretty happy to see Ash make it, and despite Ash saying nothing about catching new Pokemon, Oak is like, I'm so happy I bet Gary a million dollars that you would catch one new Pokemon at least. And then becomes all dejected because he actually thinks he owes his 10-year-old grandson a million dollars. And then he also doesn't believe Ash when he says he saw the Articuno because he's like, people search their whole lives without seeing it. Even though the anime and games like completely trivialize legendaries later in the series. Everyone and their mom has seen an Articuno by Gen 7. Oak then quickly rushes off to go get his pizza, despite Oak clearly cooking noodles in the background, and the dub actually even added a doorbell to sell this localization. Mmm, anchovy spinach and pineapple pizza. Misty then shows up yelling about her bike, but feels really bad when Ash says, Oh, my Pikachu's dying, though. So then she inserts herself into the situation and runs to go check on Pikachu along with Ash. Which is like, imagine if some guy who you crashed your car into 
follows you to the hospital and then they wheel your like sick mom out and then he runs over and is like is she okay is she okay we then get a scary announcement over the intercom that says Team Rocket's attacking with James being like, oh, we're treated like criminals. Oh, that's disgusting. We should be welcomed like heroes. They then whip their Pokeballs through the glass ceiling and release Coughing and Ekans, which are probably one of the most iconic Team Rocket Pokemon besides Wobbuffet. Like, even if you don't really watch early Pokemon, you still might associate Team Rocket with Ekans and Coughing or Arbok and Weezing because they just had them for so long. I understand why they eventually lost them. They needed to mix it up a bit, get the new gens in there, have them show a different spotlight on different Pokemon. But these these two are still some of the most iconic Pokemon the Team Rock has had. Ash, Misty, and Nurse Joy then run into the back room and have the power cut on them. But thankfully, Nurse Joy's like, don't worry, we have our own Pika power. And these really weird-looking Pikachu, like their mouths just look so weird in this animation, start running along a treadmill that somehow charges up their electricity and like shoots it into this satellite dish above them that powers the Pokemon Center somehow. Uh, But sadly, Team Rocket follows them in, and then Ash is like, "Uh, what do I do, guys? And Misty's like, we're in a Pokemon Center. Throw Pokeballs at them. Which is like saying, we're in a hospital for police dogs. Just send one of the wounded police dogs out to kill them. So in order, Ash throws a random Pokeball of a Pidgey, which is immediately scared by Ekans. Nothing. There's just nothing in this ball. And everyone's like, Ash, why didn't you know that Pokeball was empty? And he's like, you didn't tell me. Because everyone hates Ash. And then he sends out a Rattata, which is also immediately scared by Ekans. So, you know, great plan, guys. That worked out so well. Misty then steps in herself and is like, Haha, don't worry, Ash, I got this, and then throws out her Goldeen, which just flops around on the floor for a bit, and everyone just stares at it awkwardly. She then calls it back and is like, Everyone knows water Pokemon can't fight on land. I was just warming up. And it's implied that she's supposed to be stalling for Ash and Nurse Joy, but they aren't doing anything while she is stalling. And then when they finally actually run away, Ekans and Coughing chase them anyway, so... What was Misty doing? Like, she has water Pokemon that can fight on land. She has a Starmie or Staryu, whichever one it is. I think she has both, actually. That she could just send out and fight instead and actually stall for time. But no, it's decided that she's going to send out Goldeen and have everyone stare at it and just waste time instead. Right as Ash is about to be cornered by Team Rocket with Nurse joined Misty off doing something else, I guess. Pikachu wakes up and is like, Pikachu! And a bunch of Pikachu just spawn out of the wall, pile on to Ash's Pikachu, and then collectively zap Team Rocket. Sadly, they missed Meowth, who was just off in the corner, I guess. So Meowth shows up and they're like, I guess I'll take care of this one, Meow. And then Pikachu starts talking to Ash, and it's like, Pika Pika! And Ash's like, Pika Pika? And Pikachu's like, Pika Pika! And Ash's like, Pika, Pika, Pika power. Pika. Pika, Pika power. Pika. Which is just a great piece of dialogue in general. So Team Rocket just kind of watches as Ash flips over Misty's bike, gets on it, somehow balances it, and starts pedaling to charge up the light on it that still works somehow, despite it being completely fried. So Pikachu hops on it and then like starts absorbing the electricity from the light somehow. And then Pikachu finally zaps Team Rocket, and originally, this scene apparently showed each Team Rocket member getting zapped one by one, but after the seizure episode incident with Porygon, it was decided to just edit this down into four panels that, like, kept switching between each of the Team Rocket members and Pikachu, 
and it did it in a really jarring, weird way. But I guess that's way better than people having seizures. Everyone's like, Ash, you did it. You did so well. And Ash is like, yeah. It then cuts to Team Rocket on their Meowth balloon, the very, very classic hot air balloon that we will never get rid of and basically spawn the Pokemon Dash game later down the line. And on the balloon, Team Rocket's like, we'll get that Pikachu one day, I swear to God. That thing is so strong, we will make it our life's mission to hunt this kid down and steal his rat. And then their balloon just randomly bursts, and they get blasted off for the first time in the series. They sadly don't say the line in this episode. They don't say, we're blasting off, ah, because, you know, they haven't blasted off before. Why would they say again? The episode then finishes off by Ash heading into the Viridian Forest with Misty following for her bike payment. They see a Caterpie, Ash is super pumped and tries to catch it, and Misty freaks out behind him. That, that's episode two. So episode two, I think, is a little bit less of a classic than episode one. I feel like not nearly as many people saw episode two as saw episode one. Because it just, like, wasn't distributed nearly as much. I also feel like episode two is the best example for early installment weirdness because you have a different James voice actor, Jesse's voice actor, and Meowth's voice actor just haven't found their place yet. Um, Misty still really hasn't found her place yet. They worked the best they could with the limited amount of Pokemon they had, and they just like said Arcanine was a legendary Pokemon because they didn't know what else to do. This is very clearly a Japanese anime and not Pokemon. Like, they were still figuring out what Pokemon was at the time. And it very clearly shows through the animation, the decisions they make, and the early voice actors, too. And just because of the pure amount of introductions they have to fit into this episode, it doesn't really feel like that fantastic of an episode either. There's just a lot to take in, but not much of sustenance. There's not much, like, actually happening in this episode besides just an excuse to throw in Team Rocket, throw in Misty, and explain why Pikachu's better from Episode 1 to Episode 3. And yet this is following the classic of Episode 1, too. Maybe it's just because I don't have nearly the same amount of nostalgia I have for Episode 1, because Episode 2 I just, like, never saw as a kid for some reason. But it, it just seems like a worse episode for me. It's not a bad episode, it's just not as great as Episode 1. But episode 2 does lead us directly into episode 3, Ash Catches a Pokemon. This title actually is really funny to me because it reads like an Always Sunny title card, and Ash also catches two Pokemon, not just one. This does start up directly where episode 2 left off, and Ash immediately captures a Caterpie with just a single Pokeball and no battle. Ash also does his iconic little, yeah, I caught a something pose, where he just sticks his hand out with the Pokeball, his hat is backwards, and he's like, yeah! It's also kind of interesting because in the English dub, when the title card rolls out, Misty introduces it instead of Ash, which is what usually happens. Most likely because Ash is, at the time, right before the title card, gloating and screaming to Misty about capturing a bug. Ash then teases Misty with the bug and says how much he just loves this Caterpie. Like, he is infatuated with this Caterpie. Ash then lets the Caterpie out and is like, climb on my shoulder, Caterpie. Come on, come here, come here, little buddy. And then Caterpie sees Misty and I guess just like falls in love with her immediately or something, which is weird because he's a caterpillar and just charges for Misty. Full force, man with a mission, Sonic the Hedgehog speed, run for Misty. And then it starts nuzzling her leg too. And Misty's like, Ash, I will kill this thing if you don't get it off me right now. 
And Ash is like, oh, but Misty, it's it's great. I love Caterpie so much. And Misty's like, I'll just hang with Pikachu instead. And Ash is like, eh, but Pikachu doesn't like people. He'll just zap you immediately. And Misty is just, like, petting Pikachu's head. And she's like, ha, 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 I love you, Pikachu. And Ash is like, Pikachu. Pikachu. Uh, Misty then also exclaims, like, how much she just despises bugs. And Ash is like, why? And she's like, bugs are one of the most three disgusting things in the world. And Ash just quips back amazingly. Aside from you, what are the other disgusting things? So Ash, having only known Misty for, like, a couple hours, decides to ditch her in the woods, using Caterpie as leverage to keep her back, because he's just getting fed up with her that quickly. Unfortunately for Ash, Misty follows behind them at a distance, and Ash is like, why are you following me? And she's like, I gotta get my bike payment back! It then cuts to them camping out at night, and Ash is like, Ah, good night, everyone, and Misty's like, Shut up, Ash! We better get some sleep, you guys. Tomorrow's gonna be a big day. Well, we'd all get some sleep if you'd shut your big mouth! And then after they both go to sleep, Caterpie and Pikachu have this really deep, philosophical conversation that, like, really tears at your heartstrings and is incredibly deep for a kid's anime. It It gets really intense and emotional, and if you don't speak Pokemon, you won't understand a single word of it. However, it does make it clear when Caterpie stares up at the moon and the stars that he desperately wants to become a Butterfree. The next morning, Misty wakes up to see Caterpie sleeping near her and gets needlessly rude to this bug, like just actually straight up mean. There's a difference between not liking bugs and like actively wishing this thing's genocide. Thankfully, she's interrupted by Pidgeotto swooping in to go get a worm, which is also funny because it's a real worm and not like a bug Pokemon. So animals are still real in Pokemon. Who knew? Ash is like, don't worry, guys, I got this and throws Caterpie out just to spite Misty. And Misty and Pikachu are both like, Ash, what did you just do? And Ash is like, what, did I do something wrong? And then turns back around and Caterpie is about to be eaten by this Pidgeotto. So Ash is like, "Uh, Caterpie, attack it, I guess. And Caterpie tries and then is immediately just like beat down. And Ash is like, return quick. (laughs) And Misty is like, Ash, you absolute idiot. Why would you use a bug type against a flying type? So Ash is like, well, fine, Pikachu, get it. So then Pikachu zaps it, and Ash catches it, and he's like, yeah, I got Pidgeotto, woo! This is also apparently the only time that two different Pokemon species are caught in the same episode until Pokemon Journeys. It is not until Gen 8 that we see two different Pokemon caught in the same episode. That is a big gap that I'm surprised is not smaller. Team Rocket then shows up and gives their iconic motto, which I forgot to mention. Yeah, they did that in episode two, but I just missed saying it, and now I'm saying it here that they said it in episode two, but I'm bringing it up in episode three just because I forgot to mention it like 15 minutes ago. It's such a good motto. Let's fa- you know the motto by heart, okay? We be, be honest with me, you know the motto. To protect the world from devastation. To unite all peoples within our nation. To denounce the evils of truth and love. To extend our reach to the stars above. Jesse. James. Team Rocket, blast off at the speed of light. Surrender now or prepare to fight. Yes, that's right. Team Rocket throws out Ekans and coughing, and Misty's like, Ash, it's a, it's a two-on-one, you gotta let me fight too. And Ash is like, no, it's against the Pokemon League rules. 
which I guess may be true at the time, but they clearly changed that by Gen 3 because double battles are clearly a thing. And also, Ash, you are about to die, possibly? Like, let Misty fight with you, dude. Pikachu gets immediately blinded by coughing, so Ash is like, uh, uh, Pidgeotto, go! And Pidgeotto actually does really, really well for the first time battling and already being weakened, and is also, like, shockingly obedient to someone who just caught it. Unfortunately, Pidgeotto is eventually defeated, and Ash decides to just throw hands with Team Rocket, who then are like, Haha, only Pokemon are allowed to battle, and then, like, flick Ash's head back. So, like, a weird honor system, I guess, where they're like, we won't actually fight you, we Pokemon only, dude. Which they clearly go back on later, because they have a lot of mechas that just actively try to harm Ash. Ash then sends out Caterpie as a last resort, who string shots and beats all of Team Rocket's Pokemon by more or less mummy wrapping them, which is wild because string shot is just not a good move in the game. Team Rocket's then blasted off again, and Misty's like, oh, Caterpie, you did so well. I'm so proud of you, Caterpie. <laughs> and then Caterpie starts to like string shot itself and encase itself and evolve into a beautiful metapod. Also, fun fact, this is apparently the only time a Pokemon evolves the same episode it's caught until Generation 4. So Ash is like, Metapod, I love you so much, you're so cool, <laughs> you don't say much, do you? Hey, Misty, look at this! And Misty's like, Ew! And then the episode ends. So I think Episode 3 is just way better than Episode 2. You have wild Pokemon battles, you have Ash catching stuff, you have Team Rocket's recurring fights starting up, and it's just as Pokemon as Pokemon can get, I think. There's no real big introductions, there's just battling, catching, evolving, moving on. Which, you know, some people might not like, but for Generation 1, outside of gym battle episodes, this is like true Pokemon to me. Where there's a battle, there's a capture, or there's an evolution. It's just core Pokemon, I think. Just like, dumb fun you tune into as a kid, and they're like, yeah, 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 beat him up, yeah! And then you just move on to the next cartoon that was on. So episode 3, Ash Catches a Pokemon, I'd consider a success. So that was episode 2 or 1 of my podcast, depending on how you view the pilot. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to me if you subscribed to the podcast on whatever service you're listening to it on, or left a good review. Or both. I just love seeing numbers go up. It just makes me feel like I actually did something. So once again, thank you for listening, and go out there and catch some fun Pokemon trainers. Have a good morning, night, day, evening, whatever. <laughs> <laughs>